0: Hey everyone, this is Indra from Family Karma Cast. And since we've been missing Family Karma so much lately, we thought it might be fun to replay one of our interviews with Monica Vaswani from the fall of 2020. She was actually the first cast member from the show that we got to interview and it was so much fun learning more about her. So we hope you enjoy this interview and stay tuned because we'll be doing an update on what's going on with season three of the show and all the other gossip we know on an upcoming episode very soon. Thanks for listening. Is this so exciting for us. I We're know. Like so exciting. So I
1: have to say that I think I'm having a fangirl moment because <laughs> I've been like listening to your podcast what? for the whole time. Oh like I God. think all of us have. So thank you so much for oh. following our journeys and just even the way that you guys come across is just so non-judgmental and you're just rooting right. us each on in our own way. And I think that we've all appreciated that so much
0: oh well it's can I it's ask our you pleasure. what lip
1: color that is you have the
2: best lip color what? <laughs> you always ha- your makeup's always on point
1: thank you I've been learning how to do it myself the whole time so every you know I'm, I'm not that girl you know have you seen those youtubers that like have like stacks and stacks of those Ikea bins yeah. with like yes. foundations lipsticks I'm like well, that stuff expires. Isn't that, like, really wasteful?
2: <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I didn't even think about makeup expiring, but yeah. This is, like, seriously
0: really exciting. We've, like, mm-hmm. we've been in withdrawal for a few months now. Well, just have seen ended. your face.
1: I feel like I'm in withdrawal of the world since the show came out. So the, the show came out on a Sunday. That was our first episode. We had the premiere party and literally maybe – four days later we were in full-blown quarantine and
0: oh my god you know
1: the world is kind of semi opening up especially here in Florida you know like they're just going a little faster but um yeah I mean things have just not been the same since that premiere episode for us so
0: that is wild yeah so like four days after the premiere because I remember looking at all those pictures of you guys together and the videos and all of that, and then it's, like, shut down, and we were like, family karma is what we need to get through this. Right. And then it was only eight episodes. We were
2: so bummed. That's what we're up in arms about a little bit. Well, I
1: hope. I mean, we had such an incredible time just – seeing everything come together and then being able to interact and get that following and just connect with people that enjoyed our story. So it's been such a whirlwind of a ride that we just are so happy that we got the opportunity in the first place. Because, you know, one thing that I tell people is that we're just regular people. Like I just have a regular job. I have coupons like the rest of us. I go to Taco Bell. I love that. I know the Taco Bell. What's your go-to order
2: at Taco Bell? Oh,
1: man. Recently, I've been on the oh man, they don't have the seven layer burrito anymore. Have you you seen the menu (laughs) cut? Have you seen the menu cut? We're we're Indians everywhere are pissed off about this because it was all the vegetarian items I got. Oh, we're hella angry, but I used to love Mexican pizzas, beans instead, Mm. tomatoes, chalupas, beans instead, no tomatoes, the um cheesy gordita crunch. Oh. That one's so good. So, wait, but
2: when is when is Taco Bell going to sponsor you?
1: You know what? I was invited to their headquarters. <gasps> but COVID <something gasps> happened. Oh, what? Oh, no. Oh, my like, we God. Well, come, you have to go. You know, meet oh, my Meet our, see our headquarters and – meet us and stuff like that, but um, it's all the way out in California, so, you know, right now I can't jump on a flight. Otherwise, right. no, I'd be there in my fire.
2: B- oh my gosh, please document the whole thing, because I want to see when Monica <laughs> meets Taco headquarters and well what like what they feed you there and
1: you know cindy's we're we're big on business right and um one of my friends actually owns a taco bell so i keep telling him i'm like if you want to get me a good birthday present or christmas present yeah we just go to your taco bell like when no one's there (laughs) i keep trying to finesse this like taco bell party at 3 a.m but
0: (laughs) so wait do you not eat tomatoes period or just
1: no, no, no. I do. I just got really scared after e- after e. coli. Oh, oh, right. Breakout. So I was like, Oh my god! I'm just gonna slice the tomato. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That's I how I order. it
0: was when like the romaine breakout happened. So remember? Do you eat romaine, Indra? I started eating it again, but I stopped for like a few
2: months. A good while. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: remember totally. They stopped it too. Yeah, right? I love it was that. that we're really just name checking. <laughs>
2: Taco Bell, Chipotle.
1: <laughs> sponsor us. Sponsor us, Chipotle. Sponsor us, Taco Bell. I keep telling oh my, my parents, I'm like, you know, when I was little, I'd be like, was I adopted? Because I, I thoroughly believe I'm Mexican. Like, I love the <laughs> yeah, country. Amazing. I love the people. I love everything about Mexico. So. Well, the
2: thing that I appreciate about you, it's like a little like highbrow, lowbrow, because you cook, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. you co- Do you cook like a lot or?
1: You know what? We are vegetarians in my household. Mm-hmm. So we really enjoy our food at home. You know, we've had to get creative over the years. My grandparents came here years ago. Um, You know, my dad was born in India. My mom was born in India. My grandparents are born in India. I'm the only one that's here. But in the 90s, and the early 2000s, there really wasn't a vegan or vegetarian menu available for a lot of people. So they would get you try our food right. for weeks. I don't think you'd miss meat because we have ways of getting so creative with our substitutions and the way that we flare it up. So we take pride in our lunches at home. (laughs) So what's your go to
2: COVID either meal you're eating or meal you're making or getting out right now?
1: Okay. So I'll tell you one of my favorite staples. We have it every Thursday in our home because I'm so obsessed, but, um, it's a lentil soup called dal. So dal chawar. Every Thursday, I need to have it. <laughs> um, and then we also have my COVID snack that I was really obsessed with were these Korean uh, seasoned seaweed like chips. Like, have you seen them? Like- yes. yes. I had never tried it. And then um, I got like a red chili. Paste um, that I mix in like white rice, and then I fill the seaweed like almost like seaweed oh, boats. Yum. They're so good; they're to die for.
0: That sounds delicious.
1: It's really. I
0: also my dad has been delivering me like jars of doll every week so that i can stay fed <laughs> which is so important that's like such a across all indian communities like you have that on the regular i know definitely. but you
1: know there's a lot of kids that don't like it they're like oh damn doll again for dinner yeah, and i'm like <laughs> yes i'm like <laughs> so I mean, wait maybe- did either
2: one of you ever take um like it for granted growing up like these kids Yes, I for sure did like because I was always like
0: Indian food again like because the thing about America is there's so many great cuisines like I totally agree with you. I love Mexican food so hard (laughs) and so So. I would just be like I just want other things. I just like want to have other stuff and then when I went to college I was like I never want to have Indian food again and like now (laughs) I'm coming back to like actually like the home cooked meals that my mom made me every single day were so good oh and my like gosh. what
1: was i thinking
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean it's amazing that like you cook as well as you do i feel like i because my mom lives in boulder i like still haven't really learned how to do the staples like on a regular basis like do I know. you use do you use recipes or you just kind of do it from
1: you know what I've been very blessed in the sense that my mom, my da- my dad's an incredible cook. And how is
2: he doing? We'll get into he's him. He's doing
1: great. Oh. He's doing so good. Um, Yeah, he's been, he's been getting recognized. I feel more than me. Oh, on I bet. Walks with Simba. Like, <laughs> Simba. Simba. Yeah. Sim- I think he's like under the bed right now, but I'll, I'll get him later to show <laughs> yes, you. Yes,
0: we need to see Simba Yay! for sure.
1: He got a grooming, so he's extra cute right now.
0: Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, but- yeah. Where does your mom live?
1: She lives like a street away from me. So yeah, oh, okay. So my wow. parents are very close um and dis- right. so I've been really lucky in that sense that, you know, um, post divorce that they decided to stay nearby and you know just, just ensure that I kind of had that presence of both households. So it was great. I mean, majority of my life I did live with my mom, but then post like actually yeah, post-college, I moved in with my dad. So I felt like I needed to give a little bit of love to my dad now. (laughs) Right. And where did you go to college? I went to Florida International University. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I went there for four years. I mean, I decided to stay back um, for college. I you know, had always had this dream and I was a pretty good student. So I always thought like, oh, Ivy League and I'll do this and I'll do that. And, you know, recently on my Instagram, I was talking about financials with people and I was saying, you know, I kind of had a choice. Like either you go to a great college and you get a ton of debt or you go somewhere nearby and you work your way through and you graduate maybe debt-free. So I took that option and at that point, I had already built up my dance business a little bit. So I thought that was the most – you know, kind of – I, I wanted to do pre-med, actually. So I, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, nine years, what's for, like, nearby? Right. Yeah.
0: Um, what made you change yeah, your so- mind off the pre-med track?
1: You know what? I think you have to have a lot of discipline to go to med mm-hmm. school. You can't do it to want to be a doctor and just make a ton of money. Um, I feel like, you know, you really have to love what you're doing. You really have to have a passion for what you're studying. Otherwise, you're not right. a great doctor. And you have to really – you know, have a moment with yourself to decide that because, you know, other people's lives are in your hands, you know. so In that sense, I, you know, after my first year, I was like, you know, this just really isn't for me. I don't think that it's – it wasn't clicking in college. In high school, I was, like, president of the pre-med club, taking all the science classes. I was all for it. And the moment that I took those college science classes, I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I had, like, a similar
0: thing. Well, because the typical Indian, like – pre-med like engineer doctor lawyer engineer thing, yeah. and I was like okay I'm into like English so I'm gonna do the lawyer thing and actually this is like so embarrassing but I really loved the show Allie McBeal <laughs> <gasps> with the dancing baby ha- yes with the dancing baby have you seen it Monica <laughs> no I, I haven't like
2: yeah. Monica can I ask how old
1: you are I'm, I just turned 29. So I oh, think okay. it was, okay. like, a so,
0: few years yeah. At, yeah. before you would have seen it. Because right. it was, like, airing okay. when I was in middle school and high school, I think.
1: I'm pretty bad with, um, like, I say English, <laughs> but, like, like, Hollywood stuff. Like, right. I, you could throw names on me and I'm like, yeah. who's that? What? Like, I might... Like, the if I Google image it, I might know, but I'm better with Bollywood. <laughs> Which is,
0: like, so interesting because, like, so this was a question that I had because I think that, like, Indian Americans, like you and me, I feel like we've had pretty different experiences because I went, like, hard in the American direction, I feel like, and I think a lot of people do. And then I think a lot of people like you will go into – like more into the Indian stuff and like kind of get immersed with that. So like, what was that journey like for you throughout your life, I guess?
1: Yeah. You know, I always, I never had, you know, and I've reflected on this after hearing other people's stories that maybe shied away from the culture. And I was like, no, I I really never had that. I think that I was always very captivated by it. And I have to credit my parents for that because Mm. they always put Bollywood movies on, you know, on our TVs, and just like the music was always playing. If we were in the car, it was always Indian songs. So I grew a love for it, because I also had a passion for dance. So seeing those songs, I was like, captivated. I was like, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the 90s, they used to have, like, DVDs with just songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like Right, right. Just the Bollywood songs. And it would be, like, you could get an Aishwarya Rai CD and it would be all of her songs. Or Madhuri Dixit and it would be all of her songs. And I used to memorize those songs and the dances and their expressions. And I just, I was captivated by that world. So I think I just, you know, wanted to share it with everybody. In fact, I, I, I can tell you a funny story. In middle school, um, I went to middle school down here in South Florida, and we have a great melting pot of kids. So you'll have, you know, Colombian, Venezuela, and a lot of the um, South American countries, and then you'll have a lot of the Caribbean islands. So in a world – I mean, history was my favorite class. So like any world history, world religion class, I was like, I have something to contribute, you know. <laughs> and I actually packed a lenga in my book bag, and I went to the, the portables changed and came back in and like it did a dance for everybody you'd probably think that's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing and like thinking back now I'm like how the hell did I do yeah. that like damn like, <laughs> yeah I know but I was just so excited to show everybody and like give people bangles and bindi's and like you know take on that journey
2: what do you think is the biggest mi- because I think um some people think of you as very traditional what do you think is like the biggest misconception about you
1: you know, I think that I was getting really annoyed with the whole, like, she's perfect and, like, Miss Goody two-shoes. And it's like, no, I'm not like that. You know, it's not that I'm trying to sit here and portray something that I'm not. If I don't, you know, I just – I feel like I am just giving you that that personality that I have. I don't I don't know what to say. Like, if I don't really um, have a problem with somebody or if I don't see something head on in front of me, I'm not going to speak to it, you know? So I think I'm a little – careful and I try to uh give people the benefit of the doubt a lot um and maybe that gets portrayed as oh she's trying to be like the goody two-shoe you know Yeah, totally well
0: I wonder if for some people like I think sometimes I have like some guilt about not being Indian enough <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know like it's it. well I don't know I'm sure you've experienced at least some of this like um growing up in America as a brown person, like you're always going to feel kind of pulled between two different worlds. And I think I was, I've, because I've kind of leaned into a lot of like so-called American things, I'm like, you know, am I disappointing my ethnic community? And as I get older, I'm like, oh, maybe I should have done more of those things. Like maybe I should have taken a Bollywood dance class, or maybe I should have like taken some singing classes or like things like that. And so I wonder if like for some people, I don't know who you heard from on social media, but like anyone who is South Asian American, maybe they're like a little jealous of the fact that you have like leaned in so much to that and that you are so like representative of our community in like a really positive, awesome way. I don't know, maybe not, but... You know,
1: what's crazy is, is um, so all of my cousins from... I have a huge family on my mom's side. My dad's side, he only has one brother and he just had kids, so they're very small. But all of the cousins that I have on my mom's side they all were born and raised in Bombay. I'm the only one, out of my mom's siblings, out of eight kids, she was the only one to settle in the U.S.
0: Oh,
2: okay. Wow.
1: I had a constant, you know, um, upbringing of going to Bombay and coming back here, so that was really ingrained, and I think it was, I always just thought of, you know, I begged my mom, like, can we move to India because I miss my cousins, and I feel like the, the duckling that's, like, left out, you know? And I think yeah. out of my cousins, I'm... Like I think I'm like the rebel, like you know, I like funny enough. Like I think I'm I'm the rebel, um. But you know
0: that makes so much sense mm. actually, because like my cousins on both of my mom and dad's side, they all came to the U.S. too. Like they're all oh, first generation cool. Americans as well. And so, so Indra, I think
2: is anyone kind of um like Monica in your family, like more traditional and? Yeah.
0: Yes, definitely. And I don't mean, I hope that's
2: not an offensive word, not saying traditional, but... um...
0: No, it's not. I don't, like I'm saying, I think it's like a compliment in a lot of ways. Um, Yeah, yes and no. Like, um, you know, one part of my family, they've all married Indians or South Asians. um, And, you know, me and my brothers have all ended up with non-Asian people. So... You know, there's that type of thing. And I think for them, it was like a goal to do that and stuff like that. I don't know if that's true everywhere. Um, What do your cousins think of the whole family karma? like? sensation have they been able to watch it so
1: it was so funny they were all like trying to change their vpns like in india <laughs> right right <laughs> I guess the YouTube videos when they were out because it's not you know on a major platform like um like netflix or something that they can watch it. Right. but when the youtube video links are going out they're like wait why does it say it's only available in your country not ours <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um but a few of them actually you know have just settled in um funny enough california in mountain view so we're all on the tech train i have you know a cousin that works. Like Google, (laughs) yeah. So um, the ones that live here now, they've been watching it and they're such fans. So um, it's really funny because you know I went to India and I felt like I was too American, and then you know you live here and you feel like you're too Indian. Like it's like you never have a place to fit in completely. And I always say, well. Maybe Toronto is the place for me because <laughs> Toronto, mm-hmm. there's a ton of Indians and, like, they grow up pretty balanced with that 50-50 and, like, even the UK, like, I don't know, they've done, you know, like, that Urban Desi, you know, with, um if you've seen, like, Rishi Rich, the way that he's, like, mixed in the music with, like, you know, the European beats and then like, you know, the the Indian flair, I just, I've always looked up to artists that have been able to do that. And I always thought that they were so cool. Like I listen to Mickey sing all the time, Sean, Juggie D, like those are my favorite artists, you know, on mine, because it makes me feel like it's my personality. Like half Mm. of it is from the U.S. and half of it is from India.
2: So like what was, so were you born in Miami? No, I was born in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. Okay. Do you mind if we go way back? So yeah. Okay. So you were born <laughs> so in Saint when Thomas. Were you conceived? I know. I know. <laughs> when did you move to? What? Where did you move to after that? And Miami.
1: Miami. It was shortly after. I didn't get to spend a lot of time in Saint Thomas. Um, I was born there, and a few years later, my parents ended up. You know, my parents, my grandparents, my uncle, because they were, they used to have a joint family. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody ended up moving to Miami. Um, I think when I was born, they were like. All right, like there's not much opportunity or schools. Like it's it's hard to raise a kid on the island. And then Hurricane Andrew literally hit like the week that they moved here and it mm-hmm. tore down St. Thomas completely at the time. So, I mean, for my dad's side of the family, business kind of took them different places. Like my dad was raised in San Antonio for a good chunk of his life. Wow. Um Hong and then, you know, Miami, St. Thomas. So, business has kind of, you know, taken Cindy's to a bunch of different areas because of the partition and things like that. But um, yeah, Miami's are home now.
0: And so on the show, like we see, I'm assuming what is like part of your Indian group of friends. Um, do you have like, I always had like my Indian friends and my white friends. Yeah. <laughs> do you have like that sort of situation as well? In oh Miami? yeah. I mean,
1: growing up, it's so funny because there's so many different layers, I think to your, to your personality when you live in South Florida. So when I'm hanging out with my Colombian friends, I can sing all the, Colombian, you know, the Hispanic mm-hmm. songs. When I go hang out with like my Jamaican friends, I'm like, you know, listening to the reggae and my West Indian friends, I'm listening to the soca. So, you know, you would think that like I grew up in these places, but just having friends from all these different groups has taught me so much about the culture. So that's been probably the most beneficial thing about living in Miami is that you get to see so much culture, but yeah, we have a huge Indian community down here as well as just, you know, at work, I have a great, you know, work group. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of go, I'm a social butterfly.
0: (laughs) What's going to happen with Diwali this year? Is anything happening in Miami?
1: Unfortunately, you know, with COVID everyone's playing it safe, you know, this is a very tough time. So I think everyone's taking, you know, just that consideration of, being socially distant, um, very important, you know. So they're just ensuring. I mean, even the temple. I haven't gone to a langar at the gurdwara in in months, you know, or gone to the temple, you know. So it's been really difficult that way. Um, But, you know, it's the best thing right now for all of us to just try to keep it as, you know, (laughs) small as possible.
2: And um, are you in are we allowed to ask if you and Brian are still close? Yeah. Yeah. We were just
1: texting today. (laughs) Yay.
2: And um, what what kind of feedback were you getting from people who don't know you on social media about, the the way um, like your relationship both as friends and all that kind of stuff you know
1: what I have to say that you know you're always expecting the worst right you're always expecting people to be a little bit judgmental especially on the internet because you know you can kind of say it and you don't know the person right Um, but the internet was very kind to me (laughs) in that sense so um, I was just really thankful that you know everybody you know, wasn't too judgmental. They just they love to see good vibes. I think we were also going through a very difficult thing at the time. And, right. you know, with everything going on in the world, you just want to see something happy and fun and light. And you don't necessarily want to get those full blown, you know, arguments. And I just feel like that's so played out.
2: Well, I think it's like, you know, of course, you were younger than a lot of people in the cast. But the way you handled things, was in a very direct, mature way. And I'm I'm not sure if people have told you that, but as someone who is a fan of yours and was watching the show, like that's just and and wh- where did you learn that those kind of skills?
1: You know what that I, I appreciate that so much. That means so much to me. Um I think that, you know, I'll be honest, like my personality type, I don't have I'm not witty. I'm not witty. I'm not sarcastic. <laughs> I don't I'm I don't, you know, do well with those you know, quick lines. I'm just, I'm not that creative. So for me, I like just revert back to logic.
2: (laughs) Right. Um,
1: So I think that's, that's, you know, and I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of mean, right? You know, when you kind of have these like slick jokes that are at the detriment of someone else. Um, so I try to stray away from it. I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm sure I've done it before, but I try to refrain from the mean girl stuff.
0: Totally. Have you been able to see Brian at all? I mean, I guess
2: with the social No,
1: no. Oh, actually, I saw him at my birthday.
2: Oh. Okay. oh when was your birthday?
1: It was September 16th. Oh yeah, oh, we saw birthday. the video. So you hey, were yeah. able
0: to have like a little Yay. bit of a thing.
1: Yeah, that was super nice. That was like the first time that I got to see a lot of people, a lot of my friends. So yeah. we kind of kept it close and I was like, all right, we can't go to a restaurant because, you know, the restrictions there. It was it was very difficult this year. It was the first year where I felt like I really wanted to do something special um just you know when you go through something like this the last two years have been tough for me too because both my grandfathers passed away close I'm to my so birthday sorry.
2: Like,
1: oh my god. so <laughs> this year I was like okay nothing bad's happened let's just like enjoy you know
0: totally <laughs> and I think I saw Vishal and Richa were there
1: were there too so is richa
0: in miami now like quarantining with you guys or you know
1: i think that she she has work between memphis and here so whenever she's here i try to get a lunch or something in with her
2: what has been the most unexpected feedback that you've gotten
1: my friends, my friends watching it are like, oh, my God, you're exactly the same on the <laughs> show as you are in person. Like, you should see my friends trying to give me a shot like that. They're like, oh, my God, this is so oh my- you like, you know, so I kind of liked that because I was like, well, thank God you didn't watch and say that's a completely different girl. Right. Yeah. Right. OK, so
0: let's set the, stri- the record straight because I don't I think the show made it intentionally a little bit murky right do you like it's it seems like you drink have a drink every once in a while but you don't like drink that much is that right
1: I don't like the taste of it
0: okay Okay. So it's okay. not that, that I'm, sense.
1: like, doing it for religious reasons or traditional reasons. I just don't like the taste of it. So you'll even see my dad, like, growing up, he'd be like, have a sip of my wine. Just try it. <laughs> no. And I'm like, I don't want to. He's like, you're so weird. So <laughs> I think, like, on that end. And But then, like, my mom, on the other hand, if she saw right. me take a drink, she'd probably give me one, like, chamata. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so totally. She would not want to see me drink. But uh, no, I just don't like the taste of it. So it just depends when I want to give in to, you know like okay let's do
2: it yeah (laughs) and you and you don't have to answer the next question but um what is your dating life like right now because i think we've been we um get a lot of dms about like what's going on with different characters so if you feel comfortable
1: i don't know how much i can say oh okay i will say this i Mm -hmm. am very 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 happy
0: oh good good. okay we love that
1: and I've met my Aladdin, so... <gasps> <Yay! laughs> that is so
0: awesome. That's really sweet. That's great. I don't wait
1: to share more, but I'm very, very, very happy. I think that, you know, I haven't been this happy in a very long time. So. Wow. That's, yeah.
0: that's amazing, Monica. That is, yeah. Like, that's all anyone wants. And, like, hopefully all of our listeners out there are just, like, yes,
2: because... Do you have any dating advice for like things you've learned along the way? Cause obviously you found your Aladdin.
1: Yeah. You know, um, prior to this, I was in a very long relationship and, um, I think that that taught me a lot. Um, and then I think after that, you know, you just have these phases, you know, when you go through heartbreak or when you're on that high of, you know, really liking somebody, but I think that you just have to listen to your gut in the beginning, um I read a quote recently that said like listen to the red flags in the beginning of the relationship because yeah. usually those are the ones yeah. that end it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. totally true. That's really true.
1: Right. <laughs> Like when you think back, you're like, oh, yeah, that was there. You know, yeah. so just stay true to yourself. And I always tell, you know, um, I, like my girlfriends, I'm like, don't pick projects, you know, like. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. For all girls out there and boys. Oh, my gosh. Don't try to sit here and change somebody and go through this whole like, I think he'll change for me if I no. do this. <laughs> no, no, <laughs>
2: he won't. He won't. He won't.
1: <laughs> That's my best advice is, you know, find somebody that when you meet them, you're like, damn, they're responsible. They're ambitious. Like they got their shit together. They could take care of me too. Right. And also just, I don't ever, you know, I've always wanted to be, you know, especially post my parents' divorce, you know, my mom went on this whole like independent woman train. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. And so I think that that ingrained a lot in me too, as far as my career, my financials, and just ensuring that I never have to rely on Anybody, whether that be my parent or a relationship. So I just think it's really important to be as whole as possible before you decide to, yeah. you know, jump in and have somebody else try to make you happy, you know?
0: Totally. And so can you tell us a little bit? I have two questions and they're okay. kind of different. So just answer them how you want. One, can you tell us a little bit about that long relationship that you were in? And then two, I'm curious about like your, to learn a little bit more about your mom and um, maybe why she wasn't on the show or just anything about her.
1: Yeah, my mom is honestly she's the sweetest. Um, if you see her and you see me, you're going to be like, oh my God, you guys are twins. You look exactly like your mom. <laughs> so, yeah, she's super sweet. She's a super fun personality. I think she was a little camera shy, mm-hmm.
0: you know, mm-hmm. you know, in
1: th- the type of industry and work that she's in, you know, you kind of get a little worried safety wise. Like, you know, I-, I think we just all had questions. We didn't know what to expect so I think she was just a little bit shy in that sense she's like oh I don't know <laughs> I don't know so
0: what industry does she work in
1: she's in real estate oh
0: okay oh wow okay. yeah
2: yeah totally you know
1: you just want to be a little careful and you know yeah I think she, you want to you want to feel it out first
2: totally actually I have a question so uh, you come across as like really self-assured um and I was wondering like especially being an Indian American in growing up in the United States, like, and being kind of ingrained in, um, like, traditional ways. Were you always like this and self-assured and knew who you were?
1: You know, I used to be very shy. I used to be very shy as a kid. Um, Like, I literally was, I think, only my parents and people at home saw my personality. And then I made a really great group of, um, I met a really great group of girls, actually, through the Indian community down here. And they were just they were honestly amazing. You know, that, that was like a sisterhood that I had and they really encouraged me and boosted my confidence. Oh my God, you have the best hair. What do you use? Oh my God. Like your, your style is so cute. And I was like, really, really, (laughs) you know, So it kind of just, you know, boosted my confidence. And after that, I was just like, I want to make like more friends. This is fun. You know? So um, in that sense, I think that I was really, really, I have to credit everything back to our community because they really ingrained, you know, those morals, those beliefs, that support system, you know, I always felt like I had people cheering me on, like I had a a ton of cheerleaders, all these aunties and uncles, oh my god, you dance so well, beta, like, you know, all of those things, you know, they boost your confidence as like a 12 year old on stage, right? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I have to credit Credit everything back to the community and my family
0: did you feel like you weren't getting that feedback from like some other people from different cultures maybe just because they didn't understand it or they didn't know what to say
1: no I just think I never showed it okay <laughs> I, was too, mm-hmm. I was too shy you yeah. know um I had two friends growing up that were one was Peruvian and one was from Nash no she was actually from New Mexico mm-hmm. um she lives in Nashville now but so the three of us, we used to put together backyard shows like we used to be like Spice Girls one show or you know, <laughs> Selena or like we want to yeah. just wanna perform everything. So, you know, I had to get comfortable with people. I, I don't think I'm somebody right off the bat that like I, I trust first and I'm friendly first. And then when you give me a reason not to trust you, then I kind of revert. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I know people handle it the opposite most of the time, but I, I've learned to be a little bit more friendly now and outgoing right. because before I used to be an introvert. Okay.
2: So getting back to your father and your mom, what what kind of qualities did you take from both of them?
1: Yeah. You know, my dad is very, 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 like, I think I get my sensitive and my considerate side from him. Like, he's... He just the small things. He really was yeah. out of his way to be extremely sweet, and that's why I always say I'm like he's genuinely like the nice, per- like the nicest person you'll meet. So he,
2: because he comes across like you, everyone wants him to be their dad,
1: <laughs> yes. right? He's so non-judgmental. You know, in fact, I feel like I feel like my parents sometimes are like traditional Indian parents, but they always um, receive me with such like, open arms, like, let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, they're never sitting here asking me, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have babies? When are you going to – like, they've never done that. Yeah, that's, like, so not Indian to be, like, open. (laughs) And maybe sometimes I get confused because my friends' parents are like that a lot of the Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm. So maybe sometimes I feel like, well, maybe I'm going to receive that at home. So, you know, I have to think of these things, and I try to, you know, be as maybe perfect as possible for them. But – um. No, my dad is just, he's very non judgmental. He'll, you know, have a conversation with me. If I'm down, I can vent to him and he'll talk to me like a friend. You know, like I remember when I was a kid, um, the first time I wanted to go to a club. I begged him. I was like, Daddy, please, all my friends are going. (laughs) Like, can I please go? Like, and I think I was even, like, underage. And, like, he was just like, no, 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 no. Like, please don't do it. And then then I was like, please, can I go? Like, you know, and he was like, only – he's like, okay, I'll drive you to the club. And I'll just wait in the parking lot until you're done. Like, no. Oh, just wow. Tell me when you're done, and I'll be there. But let me just at least be there to take you home. Oh my god. And gosh. then I was just like, wow, that's so nice. Never mind. I don't want to go anymore. Oh my <laughs>
0: gosh. That my parents would have just been like, mm, nope. Sorry, nope, nope. I would have had to lie to them, honestly, I know, if I wanted I know, to do something so. like
2: that. So, do you go to clubs a lot to dance? Because obviously, you're a dancer. Like pre-COVID.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I mean. For me like I don't like the bougie clubs in Miami where it's just like a soft like elevator music and everybody's just like drinking like that's boring to me. Like I wanna have like the old nineties R and B plays fun.
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my god, I wish we could all go dancing together. I know. Oh what I wouldn't give. So what like we
2: wanna come down to Miami FYI.
0: Tell me when. When COVID is over, we are booking a flight and we are coming to see you guys. Um I don't know how much you can tell us, but I'm just so curious like about how Bravo like had the idea to start this show, how they approached you all, like how this whole thing happened, like with you guys specifically.
1: You know, honestly, it's just very organic. You know, this is our community and it's almost like someone found us, not the other way around. We were just kind of living our lives. And, you know, there's so many people in the community. So I think that you know, it's, it's something that hasn't been captured on TV yet, um, as far right. as the Indian community. So it was just exciting for us to be able to be a part of this, because it was like, yeah, we want to show you know, the, the religious side, the cultural side, or food or music. And there's just so much that we want to show America, because this is the first time in history that there's been a fully casted Indian TV show on daytime television. That's, that's huge you know to, huge to, yeah to be a part of that I'm just so blessed you know that yeah. just so blessed you well, got to be one were of the- you
2: apprehensive at all about going into this project no no okay yeah no,
1: no I mean I think the only thing is is that you just like I thought like oh my god am I gonna like lose my job <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> yeah that was the only thing that I really thought of you know but um my dad was just like don't think about it this is everything that you know this is, this is a huge opportunity, you know, so not yeah. yeah. to one of the best networks. Bravo. Oh, my God. I watch all Bravo shows. <laughs> right. Everything. So it was honestly a dream.
0: Yeah. and Well, so that's an interesting thing, too. Like, I'm like a reality TV fanatic, obviously. And I've always thought like, oh, shows like The Bachelor and things like that. Like, you don't see a lot of Indians on them because I think like it's sort of like, Do you want to air your dirty laundry on TV for everyone to see, like, especially on that show? Like, you don't want to, like, show yourself, like, kissing someone on TV and stuff like that. That's super scandalous. So I've always thought that, like, that prevents South Asians from being on that show. But I mean. Oh, I think
1: you're so right. I think you're. I I would never be able to do that. Yeah.
0: I you like, just know that
1: there's going to be things or topics that you're just going to be like, oh my God, I don't want to talk about this. I know.
0: <laughs> We're actually trying to like, there's been like two or three South Asian girls on the show and we've been trying to like get an interview with one of I them. Know. Because I'm just so curious. Like, did you just not care that that was like going to yeah. be on TV? Because I would have a heart yeah. attack.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, and even just in the US, like there's, so I I used to do pageants when I was younger. And um that's a main reason why a lot of girls don't want to do like the Miss USA or the Miss America, because you don't want the bikini round. Right. Oh, I mean, wow. I'm, I'm a little bit more like, I grew up in Miami, so I'm very nice right. to like wearing that. But like for some girls, it could be, you know, a huge deterrent. So they go with these South Asian pageants where they can do a talent round instead of, you know, a yeah. bikini.
0: Round, but- oh, so they actually like, Change the competition so there isn't a bikini round for the South Asian-specific ones. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I
1: I went for that one. (laughs) I sort of, like,
0: am in support of that, though, because I've always felt like the bikini round is, like, really... Especially because it's, cause it's a lot out of out. young women, too. Yeah. It's just kind of creepy.
1: <laughs> that my by my intelligence. And not yeah. Me. Right.
2: <laughs> totally. Totally. So um, we have um, a lot of, um, you have a lot of younger, like, fans, and especially in the Indian American community. What advice do you have for a young Indian American girl growing up right now?
1: I think, honestly... Don't stray away from, you know, how you grew up, like stay grounded, you know, don't have any shame in the the silly things that happen at home and, you know, just find beauty in it. And, you know, I I have to say that this new generation of Gen Z, they're doing it right. If you watch TikTok and if you see the way that they interact and the way that they find humor and just the funny things that, you know, our parents, you know, did or or do. And, you know, our grandparents, I just find it so refreshing how they're coming up with like humor from, you know, just like little things and they're making it very lighthearted and they're, they know what their norm is, um, growing up here, but they can find that, that funny, you know, that funny humor at home. So I think, I think honestly, just wear your heart on your sleeve, wear your culture on your sleeve. Don't ever feel the need to conform to want to be a part of a group. Yeah. And you know, that's the best advice I think I could give.
0: Well, I think having a show like Family Karma, especially for the South Asian community, is like just going to give people that much more confidence to be like, yeah, I can tell my story. I can like come out and show these things about my culture and my traditions and, and people are interested. Yeah, of course.
1: There's so much beauty in it, you know? Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Okay, I'm going to go back to my other question. Can you tell us a little bit about that long relationship that you were in?
1: Yeah, sure. So I was in a relationship at 16. Wow, Um, okay. um,
2: Wow. Yeah, it was
1: a long time. And, you know, I think that one thing that you don't realize when you're dating young is that you change, (laughs) you know, that you evolve Mm -hmm. over the years. And I think that, you know, just it's natural, right? Like to evolve from teenage Monica to 20 year old Monica to 25 year old, you know, and sometimes you don't always change with the other person, which is okay. But I think that, you know, if you you kind of have to look back and be like, you know, you learn so much from it once you don't regret anything, but you have to be a person in order to, you know, kind of go into that next chapter, right? Right. So I mean yeah totally it was I think that you know there's there's reasons as to why I think you know at one point in time I was so sensitive to like talking about dating or boys or you know sex or this or that I'm like ah you know like I don't want to you know deal with any of that kind of stuff because I think I was so hurt coming out of that relationship wow mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah, was it? I mean, I'm assuming that yeah. such a long relationship that you are kind of thinking this is gonna be like we're gonna get married, we're gonna have a family. Oh, yeah, All of, of course. This you stuff. know, there's.
1: I think for any girl, you know, you start to play out that Cinderella, you know, fantasy in your mind as far as like. And I think Indians too were were very conservative in the sense that we don't date just to date. We date thinking of marriage. We date thinking of monogamy and and you know commitment and all of these other factors and family and you know there's so many layers to it um so I think that it was just like heartbreaking when that ended but yeah. you know there's there's a rainbow on the other side <laughs> so everything worked out for a reason
0: yeah definitely I mean it's so it's true like I Can't imagine going from like 16 years old in high school to like did you guys go to the same college yeah, or how? Oh, you did okay? Yeah, we did. Wow, yes, yeah. so, and then which is probably crucial to staying right. together. Oh, of think. course, and
1: you know, I think that you know, now kind of in hindsight, I feel like you know, damn, like you also changed so much as a woman. I feel like at 25, like at 25. Right. I, what happened to me but I just feel like I changed as a person Mm -hmm. so I was trying to realign you know what do I believe in what do I not believe in you know how do I feel about this I don't know how I feel about it you know so I was very much finding myself
2: Mm -hmm. well I really like how you say I think um sometimes people want to know what like the truth or what they believe in and I think it's a really healthy thing to be like "I I just don't even know
1: and that's mm-hmm. just,
2: like, the, the the journey of life.
1: Yeah, of course. And, you know, even just, like, on the show, like, you'll see, like, I'm so sensitive towards, you know, topics, like, certain things. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, like, there's certain things that, you know, I think just growing up in a traditional Indian family that you just don't talk about. So when you're put at, like, a table and there's, like, a hot topic, you're just like, I don't even know how to react to, like, you know, or, or contribute to this conversation because – Maybe you don't have anything to come,
2: Right. Yeah, you know? totally. Did you feel like your buttons, like, were pressed during last season? Or, yeah. like, pe- anyone Actually, was trying to <laughs> – move?
1: more after this season than during. Really? <laughs> Can, do you feel comfortable
2: talking about that?
1: You know, I just think that, look, if you have a problem with somebody, right – things need to be addressed with that person, you know, when you start to feel tension and you don't know where it's coming from, it's almost like unfair to the other person that wants to get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, did I do anything wrong? Like what's going on? You know? So all I can say is that me personally, I think maybe I like to address it head on and just get to the bottom of it. Because if if I'm hanging out with you, I genuinely want to be your friend, you know? And right. if I don't want to hang out with you, that means I genuinely do not want to be your friend, you know? So I think that I'm just a straight shooter that way. Yeah. And was
2: it hard because um, obviously relationships changed? How easy was it to digest how rapidly uh, certain relationships changed during that short period of time and accept where they started versus where they ended up and where they still are?
1: I think there was a lot of clarity, right? Um, I think watching it, I was like, Oh, mm, oh. Interesting. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, oh now I get it. Okay. So there was a lot of clarity there. And that
2: must be so hard watching because there's so much um like the testimonials. Yeah. Because, you know, and and I'm not naming any names. Someone's kind of presenting themselves face to face. And and like I said, you're such a straight shooter that you you kind of tell it like it is and maybe seeing someone um making these side comments um.
1: you know the thing with being a straight shooter is you don't have to be you don't always have to be mean about it, right you can just say it in a very direct way to try to actually get to a resolution, you know but listen, my buttons have been pushed. I'm sure I've said things or done things that yeah. you know maybe aren't a direct reflection of the way that I am as a person but I feel like you know when i when I almost uh, when I almost feel like um what is it? like (laughs) scorned when I feel scorned then I'm gonna have a very different approach
0: yeah totally and so like we know you can't really tell us about a season two or prospects or anything like that um but like what's been going on for you professionally like in your life do you have any cool projects that you're looking forward to that you can tell us about
1: yeah, well, I mean, right now I've been doing some amazing dance workshops. Awesome! So I really had to switch gears, and I was, you know, thinking of actually talking about this on my Instagram because I've been sharing, like, oh, just did, you know, I did some amazing events with Comcast, NBC employee. Oh, awesome! Uh, with Salesforce, which is a huge company, I actually use them at work, so that was like a great like win for me. And I did, um, I did Kellogg School of Business yesterday. So oh, just. Nice. The- these things were so, so incredible to kind of have come down the pipeline. But, you know, there also has been some huge challenges. So I was like, just saying, like, yesterday, I was like, man, like, you know, I should talk about the other end of it, you know, with the fact that, like, I haven't been able to give any dance classes, you know, and that's been so challenging. And, you know, kind of switching gears to see, you know, how I can kind of tap into different markets and kind of, who has the budget for something right now, you know? So, I mean, that's been incredibly fun, but unfortunately COVID has, you know, thrown a wrench in everyone's kind of growth and projection, which is okay, which is okay Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's served in a positive to some degree in the sense that we've had time to spend at home. We've had time to reflect on maybe where we want to be in a year from now. Like, you know, we value maybe those memories and those times out with our friends so much more. So I've kinda tried to see it in, in a different light.
2: What is what is your like um like your your downtime, your COVID downtime? What are you doing these days?
1: You know, recently I've been going to the pool a lot. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've been loving the beach, the pool. I mean, I've just been taking advantage of like that like, you know, the water in, in Florida is absolutely beautiful. Um, so I've just been enjoying going to the beach and going to the pool and just having that downtime to relax and enjoy. I mean, like most Floridians will tell you that they probably don't go to the beach, like maybe even five times a year. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's change that. So I've just been enjoying spending time with my grandma, my dad, Simba. Oh, so. Yeah. And
2: then what about post COVID? Are you going to go, um, like, are you planning to go back to India?
1: Oh my God. I would love to. I would love to. I mean, we have a place out there actually. So my dad's like, you know, he's always told me, like, you know, I, I've told him in the past that I want to go there for like six months. I want to live there for like a year, you know, and he's always been like, do it, do it. We have the place like do it before we sell the place. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Is so, your place um, in Bombay?
1: Yeah, it's in Bombay. It's in Cuff Parade.
0: Are your, um, is your family okay out there? Like, I know the outbreaks have been bad in Bombay.
1: Yeah, they've been good. I mean, I think it's just tough, right? Because over there, they live in a building. So, yeah. you know, you don't mm-hmm. have like gardens and like i mean you have you have them but very like seldom you know not much not what we're what we're used to so um yeah, they're just. It probably feels like cabin fever at this point for them.
0: Totally, but none of them have gotten sick or anything. Hopefully. No, my
1: cousin had you know a scare where he thought he had COVID, and it turned out it was malaria. Oh my so god! I, oh my god! Like I don't know, like if that's what? better or worse, I don't know. <laughs> it's not
2: funny. It's
0: definitely not better. I don't think. No um,
1: damn bugs. Yeah, wow. seriously.
0: Yeah, like the outdoor space in Bombay is like not. Not really a thing
1: <laughs> not much but my daddy was telling me she's like Barba, just open back up all, all the bajji bottles have come back so oh. like she's like, vegetable guy like yeah
0: totally like, they gotta get that they gotta get <laughs> that back to my question about when you guys started i'm just curious like did they approach like was there an audition process were they like in in the indian community like hey we're here, we're going to do the show? Or did they like, s- find you guys specifically?
1: You know, I think it was more just whatever organic relationships were already pre existing. Okay. So you know, if you were connected to somebody like I've known Vishal, you know, my whole life, I've known Umrith my whole life. Um, I've known Brian my whole life, you know, we, we like went, to neighboring schools. So we have a lot of the same friends. We graduated the same year. So in that sense, there's a lot of interconnections. So I think that's just kind of how it ended up happening.
2: Do you feel like you're closer than ever with those guys because of the shared experience?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm so tight with Amrit, Vishal and Brian and Richa. Oh, my God. Richa's like it's She is such a cool chick. She is awesome. She seems it. She seems it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Such a cool girl. She's, again, she's a straight shooter. She's just, like, really, like, you know, she just kills it. She's, like, a lawyer. She's killing it in her career. I just have, like, nothing but good things to say. And I always tell her that she's, like, my Indian singing buddy because (laughs) me and her know all the songs, all the music. We're both, like, inner fobs at heart. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Vishal posted
0: some amazing videos of her, like, dancing in the rain on their car and stuff. And I was like, (laughs) this is amazing. I, like, if there is a season two, Richa has got to be on it. I know. Like, I know she doesn't live in Miami, so that's hard. But
1: I um, always say that, you know, um, Richa and Vishal's relationship—it's just like two kids like at a dance party. You know, just right. like, <laughs> the time of their life. So totally,
2: and that's the thing that I appreciate about them is like they—they—they're just like they're not judgmental of each other. Mm-hmm.
0: No, you know,
2: and there's no like they don't put like a ceiling over each other's head for like or fit each other in a box of who they can be. Yeah, no, not,
1: like, it was so funny at my birthday party. Um. Like I turned around and I just saw Richard like burp like really loud and like walk away and he just looked at me and was like I don't know <laughs> he was just like laughing
2: exactly oh, I think that God. there's something that we can all learn from that about like living our lives and mm-hmm. being in a relationship totally. Oh, yeah. I-
1: and Vishal's family is so cool, too. Like, his mom, like, she's such a fun time. Like, she's, al- she's always, like, the one dancing on the dance floor first. And, like, just good vibes. Good vibes.
0: Yeah, totally. I I feel like the show kind of did their relationship. They tried to mislead us, I feel like, for a little while. Because they definitely presented it at first. It's like, I remember... Um, They like showed Rich at Vishal's house and he like came in to say hi to her. And of course, they slept in separate bedrooms because they were in Vishal's like parents' house. And he like tried to give her a kiss and she like shoved him away. Oh, that's that's real life. I feel
1: like if I gave Rich a hug, she'd be like, What the fuck are you doing? I know. (laughs) She seems like she's very
0: like, she seems like she's a lot like her mom in that way. Like she's just like, like, I don't give any shits about anyone, and, like, this is, like, you know, and I'm, I'm going to do,
2: do me. Know, I don't know if this is popular opinion, but I like her mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love Lobanti. Okay, okay. So I, I,
1: I, have, didn't... I haven't interacted with her much because she lives. Talk she about live a straight so
2: shooter. Well.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, everybody has a personality and a voice, and you got to use it in your own way, and, you right. know, there's nothing wrong with sharing your opinion it's her daughter you know she's going to be protective so
2: yeah well and it's interesting because like just from a white person watching this it's like you have and all these Indian American or she's she's Indian but like these these women these Indian women that are so strong and self-confident and is that kind of like I'll ask you both is that just like common in the community no no
1: not at all.
0: <laughs> I think it depends. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think you see a lot of women who would not speak up for themselves like that, for sure. So it's, but like, everyone, refreshing yeah.
1: to see that, you know? Like, it's it's refreshing to see. I feel like, look, I feel like in the Latina community, like, man, like, those women, they're, like, alpha. They're bosses. They're just so good at, like, carrying themselves with such high confidence. Um, in the Indian community, too, yes, we're, you know all of us, I feel like our parents make it a priority to make sure that all of their daughters are highly educated, that they are financially independent before anything, you know, before falling in love, you know, getting married and things like that. But, you know, you do have situations that aren't like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that the norm should be that, you know, everybody can just speak their mind and, you know, be equals.
0: I feel like family karma really, I mean, a lot of the aunties on that show are just like strong, independent right. women, which is like really cool versus like when we watch Bendit Like Beckham, like the, the mom in that is like very traditional. And she's like, at the end, she's like, well, at least I taught her to make Indian Kana and like, you know, <laughs> sort of like she's sort of, I think the spectrum of like she's strong in the household, but like she... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying
2: yeah, to say. Yeah, you know say, what? But... I
1: have to say that we have some boss moms, boss aunties. Yes. On the yes. It seems like
2: that. It really seems like You know, Reshma
1: auntie, um, Vishal's mom, she's like a boss in her field. Um, you have Brian's mom, Dharam she's a boss in her field. Oh, you know, like, she's
0: awesome. Mom, I love yeah. her.
1: All of the moms, even my mom, you know, like she's killing it in her game. So I think all of them have um, a level of independence and, mm-hmm. um, that's refreshing to see how, you know, they've evolved, you know, cause I can tell you my mom, you know, when she came here, she didn't know anything, right. Like mm-hmm. in the sense that she got married, she had an, she had, you know, a bachelor's and she moved down to Florida and I'm sorry, St. Thomas got married, but, um, she didn't really know anything about like bank accounts or, you know, how to get wow. a job or, you know, she was still very young. Yeah. So to see the evolution of how they've changed as women, you know, yeah. is just, you know, intriguing in itself.
0: And to like come from that situation where you're here, you're in an arranged marriage, you like don't know anything. Like my mom always talks about like how she had no idea what she was doing And then like your mom like is now living she's she's divorced. Like to take that step is a really, really difficult thing, I think, for Yeah. I mean, my
1: mom always says that the most you know, crazy thing for her when she moved here was like, Oh my god, there's so many different types of bread. Like which one do I buy? (laughs) (laughs) There's like fifty different types of bread in India there's just like one or two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, that's so
0: funny. That's amazing. So, you know,
1: just making those what you would think would be a quick decision, you know, over here is like, Oh my God, there's so many options, right? yeah. You know? Yeah. She's definitely, uh, you know, kind of created a life for herself now.
0: I thought the show did such a good job of like representing Indian American life actually, like in a very authentic way. Like I saw so much of my experience in it in a way that I was just really impressed with the show. I'm wondering like, were the producers, mostly white or brown or both or like how did that part of it come together
1: oh man um I you know to be honest I was so focused on kind of like the actual like moment that I was in that I barely even realized what was going on around me yeah yeah I think for me I was just like even like when I was cooking like you know and stuff like that you saw me like give a bite like (laughs) right if there's more salt less salt but like A lot of the times we didn't really understand what was happening around us. We Mm -hmm. were just so caught up in living our life that like you don't realize what's happening around you or who's there, who's not there, you know? So a lot of that kind of went over my head.
0: (laughs) What like in the confessionals, like the testimonials you did, who would interview you? Would it be an Indian person or a, a white person or someone else?
1: Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just
0: I was just curious from like a the perspective of like the questions that you're getting. You know what?
1: I will say this is that um they did, you know, they've taken so much time and so much effort to really learn the culture to, you know, understand it, which is so nice and so like genuine because I feel like, you know, when you you don't ever want to feel like you're being judged, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt like we were just only encouraged, you know, to, to show our true authentic life and self. And I just think that they did a great job at understanding what those traditions are and like, you know, kind of, okay, is today Lakshmi Puja or Ganesh Puja? <laughs> yeah. like just understanding even like, oh, are we going to eat Pagoras for lunch today? Like those little tidbits that they, you know, took an effort on just meant the world to us. Yeah,
0: that's really awesome. And it really showed, I think, right. like in the yeah. whole story. And just, I felt like, I feel like if I ever have questions, friends who are like, I'd like to learn more about your culture, I can be like, watch this show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Honestly, I did such a great job at capturing our lives and our friendships. So I have to say that I'm just so happy. Oh, wait. Simba really <gasps> wants <to do> <gasps> Simba.
0: Oh, oh, my gosh. Deanna and I are dog We are
2: such dogs, people. Oh.
1: Oh,
0: oh just so – Look he's, at you with your hair! Did he grow from when he was on the show? <laughs> no,
1: he did it. He looks oh, bigger. So pretty. He, he, you know, the thing is, is we just actually shaved him too. Uh uh-huh. Um but usually he's really fluffy <laughs> yeah he's so cute oh my are gosh. you still
2: pushing him around in the little stroller oh of course <laughs> oh my gosh hi, oh hi Punkin.
0: cutie oh my gosh I love that so, so much he's
1: honestly we got him from animals in distress because mm-hmm. adopt don't shop <laughs> right I'm Right. big on right. that so um I have we got him uh actually it was a friend of mine that was working at the vet's office and she mm-hmm. posted a picture of him on Facebook like does anybody want to adopt him and I was like yes oh. like I got him for my dad for Christmas oh so wait what's his
2: history let's get into Simba <laughs> <laughs> sorry we need to, we, sorry, need Monica, to know. But we need to like switch gears to like okay what do we know about Simba before your friend got him
1: so he was actually in a pet store that had broken a lot of laws. Like I don't oh, think they care oh no. the puppies well. And so, like, I mean, it must have been really bad because pretty much I don't know who went in there, but they basically shut the operation down and, you know, took wow. all the puppies and oh put my... them in different shelters. And Simba was one of the one of the puppies. So I don't know, man. He's he's such a good dog like we're swimming we had a maltese too we bought her before we knew what you know puppy meals and stuff were at that time oh yeah and um it's really funny she had a big personality if, if you pissed her off she was gonna take that toilet paper roll and just like <laughs> okay oh! <laughs> she knew like... Had, like Simba. he's like just so thankful to like be out of there probably that he's like just an angel <laughs> oh
0: so it's you, your dad, and Simba in the house these days.
1: And my daddy.
0: Oh, and your daddy. Okay. My daddy, yeah. so so she, your...
1: Mo- she moved here from India. Oh, my mm. God. Did she come, like,
0: when COVID started? Or was she here before? So
1: she actually uh, broke, like, uh, sprained her back. Oh, no. Um, oh, yeah, so my grandfather had actually passed away maybe, like, two weeks before we started Family Karma. Okay. And it was, like, just a weird time, I think, for our family, just kind of, like, you know, shifting gears and understanding what, you know, because it used to be my grandfather, my grandmother, my dad, and I in the sense that they Mm -hmm. used to come for a few months and then go back. And they lived here before, but they retired in India. So when you passed away, she really wanted to still live in her place in India to just, you know, enjoy, like, retired life and unfortunately, a month in, she had a fall. Oh mm, no! And so no. then, my dad went there, and you know, took care of her. And then, five months later, when she was able to travel, came here. But we think it was all a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. that didn't happen she, during COVID. She would have been there alone, you know. Oh so my gosh! God. Yeah. In a weird way, we're just so thankful that she's with us, you know, during this time.
0: Ah, oh, well, totally. what a wonderful quarantine crew.
1: Yeah, I, say that <laughs> I know. We have, um, I say that we run this this household like a senior citizen home. Like we're like doing like rummy <laughs> night, bingo, <laughs> take a nap at 3 p.m. <laughs>
0: oh, I love it. my That sounds like heaven to me. Oh, my gosh. I Get yes. shy at
1: 4 o'clock. Like. Yeah. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing.
2: Well, Deanna, do you have more questions? No, we're just, we're f- so thankful for you, Monica, and yeah. that you came on the podcast to talk to us. Oh my
1: God, this was so much fun. Thank you for thinking of me and including me.
2: Well,
0: thank you for like being willing to do it and for just yeah. being so open and everything. And thank
2: you for Simba. and <laughs> Let's get him to do a
1: sign-off. Simba! Oh, Simba!
2: Oh my god! Okay, we want to
1: have. Hey, oh, pup.
2: I bet he's so smushy He, is
1: so- oh, he's, he looks so soft I just want to like cuddle him He's, he's so-, so cute You know, I took him um, When I first got him I like was holding him in like a target And somebody was like, oh my god, I thought he was a teddy bear Oh, <laughs> Does he sleep
2: in your bed?
1: Oh yeah, he's, he's oh, extremely course. attached to me um, it's funny cause my dad's like, what the heck? Like you come home and he just like, you know, wants to be with you all day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're like, what's up with that?
1: <laughs> I, like, I feed you. I walk you like I three know. times a day. I play with you and then you go to her. Like,
2: <laughs> That's
0: how they are. That's how well, they are. Well,
1: Please. I- I hope you come back
2: on yes. the podcast and give keep com- giving us updates because you know.
1: Of course. Okay.
2: We we can't give we can't make up updates because people DM, <laughs> like I said people dm us all the time. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: Well, it was such a pleasure being with here with you guys. Thank you Yay! so much again and hopefully we'll stay connected. Sorry, it's like Simba's like you know when they do that scratching yes, thing with Yeah. Totally. Sleep, <laughs> like Moving everything around.
0: <laughs> totally.
1: But I hope to see you guys soon. Yeah,
0: totally. And stay Mm -hmm. in touch and keep rocking it. And we just wish you all the best in the coming months.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love. Bye, Monica.